0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport, powered by fans.
1: Botox Cosmetic, auto botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you.
0: For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit botoxcosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit botoxcosmetic.com. That's botoxcosmetic.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love.
1: This show is sponsored by the Holiday Inn Express Hotel in Harlow, which has free Wi-Fi included, as well as conference rooms for hire. You're listening to the West Hamway podcast with Dave and X. Oi, oi! Hello and welcome to the West Hamway podcast with myself, Dave Walker, an ex employee. The season has come to an end and we finish the campaign with a defeat. But who cares? Surely it's all about the Conference League final now. However, we do talk about that performance, the Premier League predictions competition and the big game against Fiorentina before getting news from X and answering questions from patrons of the West Ham way. X, today the season came to an end. Leicester had to win and win they did. But they're now a championship club and we finished the season in
2: 14th place. What did you make of the game? I don't remember much about it to be honest with you mate I mean I I wasn't drunk I had had a a beer before and I drove up there so it wasn't alcohol I mean I've literally just got back through the door this second to record this Um, so you'd think it'd be fresh in the memory but to be honest with you not a lot happened from a West Ham perspective obviously it looked like a decent goal from Fornals I've not watched it back but a decent goal from him and a couple of chances Ben Rama hit the post and a few other chances fluffed a couple um, and I think you know I think we played much better second half first half was pretty poor and we did really do anything second half we probably could have nicked a draw really but the main thing for me in that game was to avoid any injuries and from what I can see from that match there wasn't any picked up so job done the re- result was irrelevant it was funny, a funny away day because you know Leicester have that stupid goal music and then the score you know, they scored their second goal, they're playing it and we're like, and they're like dancing in our faces. We're thinking you're going down. Like, what, what are you, why, are you, why are you so smug about it? You idiots. And uh, so, you know, every time we Ham had about a shot that went wide or a shot that was on tight, whether, <laughs> whether it went in or not. And then they were going like, you know, we were singing about going to Prague and how they're going down and say hello to Millwall and all that stuff. And it was, it was just good for the banter, really more than, So, yeah, the game was kind of irrelevant as such. (laughs)
1: Well, you said off-air, really. It was It was exactly that, wasn't it? It was was just a good crack more than anything else. Because I think today we we was in a luxurious position of having to go to a game and not really care about the result because it didn't really mean anything to us, did it? It meant everything to them like it did to Leeds last week. But for us, it was more a case of just going out and just enjoying ourselves, really, and and trying to cause an upset. We didn't because really and truly it was another poor performance. But then you could argue, X, that a lot of the players will have one eye, if not both eyes, on that final. And they're not Mm. going to give 110% because they do want to avoid injuries. They just want to get that little bit of match match sharpness to make sure they're fit for Prague, (laughs) really and truly.
2: Yeah, I mean, ideally, you know, given the choice of West Ham winning or losing, I'd have chosen West Ham to win because with Wolves' score as well, we would have ended up 13th, you know, and a point behind Chelsea, <coughs> a point behind uh, two points behind Palace to be 11th, so, you know, ideally, if you if you wanted to be selfish, it was, you know, you would have rather West Ham win, won, but in the grand scheme of things, you know, whilst the position in the league's worth about 2.2 million, it's not going to make or break our season next year, um, and and obviously the Europa conference final is by far more important than that and so this game yeah was almost like you said like a free hit really a game that didn't really matter that we can sit back and kind of watch from afar and try and see the, um, the you know how the relegation twisted and turned and it is yeah it's, um, it's it's, you know pretty not far off what I predicted West Ham to stay up and uh, Leicester or Palace to go down and Bob's your uncle there you go um, so yeah. It's a, a decent um, conclusion to the season for us. We were comfortably staying up. I mean, we obviously it's only four points, but the the fact that um, Leicester and Leeds were, and Southampton were so poor, you know, we were always it was always going to take them an age to try and get up to the points tally that we'd amassed probably since the Man United game, maybe even as far back as the Bournemouth game, even. But um, it's um, yeah, it's it's, it's, nice, it's nice to be able to start afresh now. Finish this league campaign off job done uh, no not job done because it's been an underachievement but just write it off and go again next season uh, that's just that's the thing at the end of the day if West Ham win a conference they win the trophy that's all that matters this season and, and, and staying up which you have done so you know that's that's the state of play I think yeah 100% do you agree with uh, Moisey starting the players that you started Um, it was a, it's a really difficult balancing act. I thought we had here because obviously, as I tried to stress in the early team news on Patreon, if you, if you'd rested players for the Leeds game and then rested the same players for today's game, there was like a massive gap between the games. You know, you're you're talking like, you know, almost three weeks, I think, from the, if it would would have been from the semi-final in Altmater to the final in, in Prague. And that's a long time to have your, your players not playing um, any minutes so I thought he had to get a balance right and sub them on and sub them off as he did there was three players I wouldn't have risked he did risk um one of them that was Antonio personally I wouldn't have played him at all but um he did and I hope he's come through all right I'm sure he has I wouldn't have played Zuma which he which he didn't do which is good and um I probably wouldn't have played Rice, or oh, if I didn't, if I didn't, I would have brought him on for like the last five minutes, just to sort of a bit of a cameo role. But um, you know, it is what it is. I think he probably wanted to be seen to put out a strong team for Everton um, to show Everton fans that he was doing their best to help them. They stayed up, obviously, and yeah, it was a it was a tough act for him because obviously he wanted to win the game. You didn't want to get any injuries. You did want to. He wanted to get the right fitness levels in for Prague. So yeah, I, I think he probably got. About right. I think I might have played O'Bonner over Gued maybe Emerson over Cresswell maybe and um, Lanzini over Rice possibly and Ings over Antonio. But shows you know, it's minor really. At the end of the day, I would have the whatever he whatever I'd have done. Then I would have subbed them off eventually. So it was kind of the same thing, just in in reverse order. Yeah. And some um, Pablo Fornells
1: giving a manager a headache for the Conference League final.
2: There's two positions, I think, that are under real, real um, dilemma now. Two positions. The rest, I think, picks itself. And they are the the right back, Chafal and Kerr. <laughs> it's really difficult with those two because Chafal has come back and he's very defensively solid, rarely makes a mistake. Kera does have a mistake in him, but he's so much better at getting forward and putting crosses in and set plays. Chafal today really frustrated me again with weak crosses. I don't know why... And I've seen it all season, and I thought he'd got a bit better, at it, but he did it again today, like floated crosses that just don't get anywhere, whip it in with pace. I don't know how many times I have to say this, but, but he floats it in, and it doesn't work because it's either behind the player or the player's trying to try and adjust their body or get power on it. So you've got that dilemma, and then the other one is for of ben Rama Benrahma. Now, you know, ben Rama got runner up in the hammer of the year and as oh, you arguably been our most dangerous player all season. However, I think, although he did hit the post today, he's at the moment, for now has scored what, was it two in Well, he scored again? against out. I can't remember if he scored against Leeds he didn't, didn't he? Um but he scored against out. He played well against Leeds and um he scored today and he played he scored against Bournemouth. And he offers you a bit more defensively than Ben Rama does as well. So they would be the two the two positions that I would really, really be torn over. You've got the Prague factor for Sheffaut right back, and that's his home stadium there um, in front of a home crowd or a half home crowd or whatever. So they're the two positions for me. And I think at the moment, if I was to choose between the two, I'd go Kerr right back. And I think that's gonna be different to most people. I think the crossing is the main factor for me. And he's been more solid recently. And I think I would go um, ben Rama just over four hours, but I would be happy to make the substitution if Ben Rama's not performing. Yeah. It's always a
1: lottery with Benny, isn't it? Because mm. that's the thing, you know, if he turns up, he's unplayable. We've said this so many times, and if he doesn't, he's so frustrating because you know what he can do. And one thing I love about Benny, and I'll never knock him for it, is, and again, we've said this so many times in the podcast before as well, is there's nothing worse than a winger getting the ball and then just passing it back to central midfield. There's nothing worse for me. It just makes him a a complete non-entity. What is the point of playing? But with Benny, whilst he frustrates you, he'll always have a go. He gets the ball. He's got intent. You know, he'll always endeavour to try and make something happen. And yes, you can be frustrated by his end product and his his decision-making, but ultimately, you know, if he gets it right, he is a class act. Mm. And I think, that's the thing with Benny, isn't it? In this in this final, you're rolling the dice. What Benny am I going to get if I start him? Mm. And, and we can only hope that we get the top-level Benny that we all know mm. and love. Because if we do, it'll rip him apart. Because, well, like that's... I say, he's absolutely unplayable. But but then with Pablo... See, again, X, when it comes to this final, I don't know how Moise is going to approach it. I'm guessing he is going to... I don't want to use the word negative... But I, I think I think he's going to use a typical Moisey approach in the sense that typically he'll sit back and then hit on the counter against Fiorentina. And if so, there's an argument to say maybe now's is better suited because yeah. he provides better cover for the left back than Benny would,
2: you know? <laughs> My only thing with funnels is, uh, as an Italian side, um, they've sort of more obviously um, stereotypically more disciplined defensively. I think funnels. Fornaus- he's probably a a, a player that Italian defenders or Italian-based defenders are more used to dealing with. You know, he's like a creative, tight passing, can beat people on the run, but obviously he's not pacing that direct with his running. Um, Whereas Ben Ramas obviously a bit more of your sort of traditional winger, where he's a bit more direct, takes people on, runs the channels and stuff. And I think that's probably not as um they're not as used to wingers like him um as they would be for now so that makes me think give ben Rama a chance but then you've also got to bring into account that this game could go to penalties and ben rama is your penalty taker at the moment him and packets have been kind of alternating between them so do you in some way start with four miles because You'd rather Benny was to take a penalty if it came to that and see how Furnales gets on and then bring Benny on if Furnales isn't having an impact. Mm. You know, you've got, you've, got, you've got to factor that into it because the penalty takers, I mean, I, I wouldn't like to predict who they are now, but I would guess from the starting eleven, I think it would be. I think the penalty takers would be ben Rama, Pakata, um, probably Antonio, maybe Cresswell, and then... And then probably, um, I think, Suchek. Yeah, Bowen and Suchek, maybe. Because I think Suchek's taken for his national team. So you've got about five or six there. And I, I don't know. I can't remember whether Funhouse has taken penalties before for us. I don't remember him scoring one well in open play, but I can't remember in penalty shootouts if, him, if he's taken any. But. At the end of the day, that's a factor. So, uh, and I think Ben Rama in some ways, could be better running at tired legs. So, you've such there the two positions I find really tough. Like, I can't. If he was to go with either or, I would understand his decision. I think you've got to set them up to play with both those alternatives, and then in training, see which one you feel produced the best and was the most and the most like. Comfortable, and then and then go for that. that that's what I would do. Mm.
1: Is that the penultimate time we've seen Declan Rice in the West Ham shirt?
2: <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, I'll talk more in my section, but you can tell at the end. I don't know how much the camera's focused on him. There was us at the game, but you can tell at the end he was emotional and he was trying to hold it together and stuff because obviously there is one more game and he doesn't want to give away... Too much because people were, you know, the other day I thought it was I don't know if you saw, but there was a newspaper or, or an internet article on um, on how they lip read his brother talking to David Moyes. But the funny thing is, you no, know, we've met his brothers, so we know which one's which. It started off with um, Jordan being the one talking to David Moyes and having his lips read. Um, and then the article <laughs> finished with saying how Connor um, does this, that, that <laughs> the other. So they, they mixed they mix, they mix the brothers up half through the article, it shows how much credibility that article had, but people are even analysing their um, their uh, lip language now. So I think De- Declan was conscious of that, probably at the end. But yeah, I uh, I would be massively surprised, massively surprised if Declan Rice is the West Ham player next season. I mean, I know on last week's show, I said humour me
1: whilst I was delusional, insane. Can't we just keep hold of him? And and I want to extend that debate somewhat because really and truly, it comes down to who's going to a bid the money that we want yeah, and b fulfil his ambition. Because really and truly, unless it's Man City, you're taking a gamble, oh, yeah, and that's we're, absolutely we're, we're, true. I mean, yeah, if, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna walk away from everything you've built at West Ham. You have to guarantee yourself trophies. You have to. And you can only really get that at Man City, can't you, really? Because if you go Arsenal, there's no guarantee. If you go Liverpool, there's no guarantee.
2: Don't make there's
1: no guarantee. So why take that gamble unless it's someone like Man City? And unless Man City or Bayern Munich, and we talk about Bayern Munich, you know, how much credibility, how much sort of, <laughs> I don't know, how much self-achievement would you feel? Clearing up in the Bundesliga. I don't know. It's a question. As, ma- as
2: much as you would in England, surely. Would you, you, would you, though? Are you talking in a sense that Bayern Munich dominated? Or are you talking in a sense that it's the German league? In a sense, it's the German league,
1: what, the... In, in a a German league because it, okay. it, it can't, surely, it can't hold the same level of credibility that the Premier League holds. Okay. So, you know, surely in terms of, you know, it, if, you, if you're Declan Rice... And you're leaving West Ham and everything that's great at West Ham and you're leaving purely because you want to retire, talking about the trophies you've won. Surely those trophies have got to be in England. Surely they have. Because if you go to Germany, fair enough, Bayern Munich, you know, you win fucking trophies every season there. But how much of an achievement is that in comparison to what you could have won in the English league? And really, you're only going to win that with Man City in terms of guarantees because Man City are fucking steamrolling everyone these days. But then you've got the argument, will Man City come in for him? And if they don't, where does that go? I mean, does he go to Bayern Munich? Does he go to Germany? And then will he retire with a smile on his face that, yes, I won the Bundesliga fucking seven times. Wow, fantastic. But how impressive is that really? in comparison to what he could win in England. Do you know what yeah, I mean?
2: Uh, uh, yeah, and, and you're right. I mean, I, I, I think that... You know, we've made that point before that you know, Man City are the only guarantee that you're probably that you're going to win something. Um And even then, it's not a guarantee because you, as an English player, you're always vulnerable to being sort of brought in and then shipped out at Manchester City. Um, I find, uh, but I think yeah, Man City in terms of England are obviously the only real guarantee. Guarantee, but then I think the difference is. As well with those teams, you when you talk of um, Manchester United, Manchester City, Arsenal maybe even Liverpool is also Champions League football yes that's not winning a trophy but it's the chance to play Champions League football pretty much every season and I think that's a massive sway as well you're not going to get Champions League football at West Ham our best hope of ever getting Champions League football at West Ham really and I know we've come close a couple of times is a one off season or winning the Europa League whereas if you play for um, you know any of those teams you mentioned and you've got a lot more of a chance same with Bayern Munich I mean, and yes you say they've got do- you win the Bundesliga seven times but they've got much more of a chance of winning the Champions League than most clubs you know they won it recently the Champions League they've been in Champions League finals numerous times so yes they would dominate Germany but they'd also potentially dominate Europe as well when you, when you pick teams at the start of the season that you think could win the Champions League you're never far off if you pick you know a couple of English teams so let's just say for argument's sake this season um, Manchester City and maybe Liverpool, I know they haven't done so well in the league, but this season. And then you, you pick Bayern Munich, you pick Real Madrid and Barcelona, possibly an Italian team, although that league's not as strong as it was, despite having two semi-finalists this year and obviously a finalist this year. But you'd say, you know, maybe Inter or Milan or Juventus usually out of those, that league and PSG. But, but by me, it would be in that. So I, I think he's not guaranteed to win things. No, but let's be realistic, mate. He's a lot more likely to win something or play in the Champions League with any of those clubs. Manchester United won the League Cup already. They're in an FA Cup final. Manchester Arsenal finished second in the league. Probably should have won the league. Have they not mucked it up so badly? Liverpool will be better next year. Chelsea will be better next year. I just think as much as we want to try and kill ourselves, as much as I more than anyone would love Declan to stay at this club. We can't compare West Ham to the likes of Chelsea, uh, to the likes of sorry Manchester City, Manchester United, Arsenal. Unfortunately, I totally agree, and I'm trying to balance hope and realism
1: here because you know you make a very good point, and and you are you are spot on in terms of. You know, no one, no one, no one can begrudge Declan leaving West Ham to try and further his career and to try and find those trophies that he so craves, right? But I don't know, X. I don't know. I just I, I look at his options,
2: mate. The only thing that's going to stop it. Sorry to interrupt you. Is if they don't pay, if the clubs don't pay the, the fee, that's the only thing. If 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 West Ham say we want 120 million and they and no one co- comes in, I don't even think West Ham will say that much. I mean, they'll go for 100, maybe even 90. Um, and it, and and a club doesn't pay it. That's the only thing that I can think would stop it. Yeah, but even if they do, X.
1: You know, again, I I just look at it, and again, maybe I'm delusional. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I I think about Declan Rice, and I just think, you know, you you love West Ham. You you proclaim to love West Ham, and you you could potentially become an icon at West Ham, and you're the captain. All the points I made last week, and you're going to give that up, really, for no real guarantee of success, the success that you want. He still he's... If you go to an Arsenal-Liverpool-Man-United, that's my point. If you go to Man City, makes sense. If you go to Bayern Munich, you will win trophies. But... Do you want to win trophies in the Bundesliga in Germany?
2: No, I, I don't know. It's, uh, I, it's a bit hazy for me, mate. To be honest, he's still going to be a West Ham legend whether he stays another season or or leaves an- another season. He he will still be a West Ham legend because of what he's given the club over all these years. Particularly if he then lifts the Conference Trophy, our first trophy in you know forty three years, first European trophy, first final European final forty seven years, you know first European trophy since sixty five. He's gonna be he's got 40 odd caps so West Ham um, as an England international you know I think there's only about three or four players that have got more than him Bobby Moore being obvious one probably Jeff Hurst maybe Martin Peters and I can't think of anyone else really but he, he you know he's going to be right up there as a West Ham legend he go to one of these clubs he'll win something at these clubs he will like even if it's man united you know as proven this season or arsenal or liverpool that they have more chance of winning things than west ham he'll 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 improve his game even more because we play with better players um he'll play regularly in the champions league where he'll stand out and even then if he plays for say I know, let's just say he goes to what Arsenal yeah if we're talking about them maybe being the worst of those options if he plays really well for Arsenal for a couple of years remember he's only 24 still if he plays well for Arsenal for 2-3 years whoever the best team in the world is you know when he's 27-28 so we're talking the likes of you know you wouldn't guess it for the Champions League this season but you know Real Madrid Barcelona Manchester City or whatever even if they don't sign in this window will come in for him then because he'll be able to raise his game even more as much on honestly it as much as I'd love Declan Rice to stay for us. And as much as I understand what people are trying to sort of say, I don't think West Ham fans can have it two ways. We spent all season moaning how shit we are in the league and finishing 14th is terrible. And we should be winning the conference league because it's Mickey Mouse and no one else in this competition. You know, we were the favourites from the start, so we should be winning it. And now we're thinking that we're big enough to keep Declan Rice. I just I just think it's it's not gonna happen, sadly, and I don't wish to be the master of doom because people that know me i always try to be positive when it comes to west ham i don't want people to set their expectations that he, there's a chance he can stay the only chance is if no one bids the money that west ham are prepared to accept and 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 i think they will bid that money and how do you think he would deal with it if they didn't i think that would be an interesting situation i think it'd be if uh, I don't like to say really because I think he, I think it is in his head that he's moving on. Decker's very, very professional. So if in a worst case scenario he did stay at West Ham, I think he'd give it his all and he would do what he's done every other season and play with his with his full heart. But you got to remember, people were questioning him about his commitment to the club this season and his commitment as a captain this season. So if he stays another season, then people would question it even, even more. But he's he's Mr. Professional. He would still play as he's playing every single week um, at the top of his game. But I think deep down, there'd still be that burning desire and and the the worst thing West Ham could do. We could arguably keep him one more season and then sell him, but his value will plummet massively. It's not my money, it's not your money, it's not people listening to this show's money unless David Sullivan happens to be listening, but it's, it's money that we then need to reinvest. And I've been told that our budget is very dependent on how much money we make from transfer sales this window. So if we can have any money, then we we need to take it. I personally would love Declan to stay. I really would. Like today, I was really quite emotional thinking this could be the last time I sort of see him in a you know an English ground uh, as a West Ham player. But I I think he will come back as a West Ham player at some point. Anyway, I mean he's thirty one, thirty two. He'll be back as a West Ham player thirty three maybe. But I think at the moment, I, I would. I wouldn't place any money on him staying at West Ham at the moment. No.
1: And I agree with that, by the way. I'm just sort of thinking out loud in terms of what Dex's options are moving forward because it's a massive time for him. It's a mm. massive time. You know, it's a, it's a given, you know, with all the media speculation that he is going to leave. But, you know, I think what people need to look at is who's going to come in for him and what's best for Declan. Because, mm. again, you look at everything collectively that's so good at West Ham. And you're potentially going to leave that for a club that isn't necessarily going to give you (laughs) trophies, unless you've got a Man City. And, 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 you know, yes, Champions League football, great, until you get knocked out
2: yeah but it's still better than not ever being there at the the end of the day he's not but
1: is that so much more important next than everything he's got at West Ham to play four five six games in the Champions
2: League but he'll be whatever club he goes to because he's that good and he's that kind of character he'll be loved by them and what we're forgetting here is that he's not a West Ham fan his family are not West Ham fans he's not been brought up in you know loving the club like Mark Noble for example or Bobby Moore maybe you know he's he, he loves West Ham. His his family love West Ham, but it's not ingrained in them like it it has. Be me, you, Mark Noble, whoever. For him, if he goes to Liverpool, Arsenal, Manchester United, Man City, he's going to be loved there. He will do. Um, if, if their fans got any, any sense and he performs to the standard, he's set at West Ham. So it's not, so yeah, he, but he'll, and he'll still be a legend at West Ham. If Declan Rice leaves after the conference final, having lifted that trophy, I, Pretty certain there's very few West Ham and the fans that would begrudge him moving on oh, of to course, another club. Of so then he's got nothing to lose because he's leaving no. West Ham as a as a legend anyway, and he'd be welcomed back with open arms. He's not going to do a you know Frank Lampard or a, a Jermaine Defoe or whatever and burn their bridges when they when they leave the club. He'll be welcomed back with open arms. The first game he plays Southampton at uh, uh, London Stadium as an opposition player, he'll. um he'll be given a, a hero's welcome and um, I think I think the problem is as well when you look at the England squad He he's in there and he, go, he meets up the England players <clears throat> he's one of the best players there um, but they were all like oh yeah we played and the, we playing the Champions League oh yeah we did this oh we played at Wembley did this and he can't join in even the likes of Harry Kane you know Harry Kane's been pretty much you know, guarantee the top six finish since he's been at Tottenham or right, not this year, but previous years, he's got to a champions league final with Tottenham. Um, they've never won anything, but he's been in the champions league regularly. He wants to leave Tottenham because that's, you know, that's not the high enough standard for him. And, and that, that applies to Declan Rice, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. And I hate I it. It's, mate, it's hate such it. a sad uh, I mean, discussion mate.
1: point because you know you, you just know he's going to go. And I, I just think, <sighs> do you know what, mate? I, I just think the old romantic in me just thinks there's so much going for him at West Ham. I so, know. And of course, and he's there just is about to potentially win a fucking European trophy. I I mean, he talks about, you know, the club needs to show ambition. Fuck me, win a European trophy and then get qualifying, therefore for the Europa League. Um, and and with a good group of lads around him, by the way. <sighs> I just think, oh, finally. No, 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 if, I, no, if no, only no. we could go back to the days of the one the one man clubs oh know, yeah I mean, those club days, clubs oh, of also.
2: course mate of course mate but those days I, are long gone I mean you've got you got to you got you know, to think of it you know as I say without being to make it personal to me but I've known this guy since he was 14 15 you know, I was talking about him you on the I show from... Gofield fucking <laughs> hell <laughs> yeah that's really to be careful I'm i, say. I to dramatic, <laughs> dramatically resign and say it's still there was no, you know, right, it wasn't appropriate but it wasn't illegal oh, okay yeah. and, uh, and, and <laughs> I'll claim I knew nothing about him <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Uh, you put me off now. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot, you know, I've known his family as have you. You know, we had him on the podcast to bring you down with me as well. We had him on the podcast. We had, him, we, had, we, had, we had him on the podcast when he was like, you know, what, eighteen, maybe 17, 18, I can't remember now when he first broke into the squad. Yeah. I think he played against Burnley. I think it was just after playing against Burnley. So you know, collectively, we've seen his. As of all fans, seen his right through the ranks you know we've been lucky enough I spoke to his brother today at the game you know we've been lucky enough to see his family and stuff and get to know them and, and so on and and it's, and it's you know I've never experienced that with West Ham players, I know a few West Ham players over the years but I've always known them when they become when they're already West Ham players if that makes sense they've seen someone come through the academy and do that and and it's um, you know it's massively sad for me I, I'm a massive end of an era as it is for all West Ham fans and I I would give anything for him not to not to leave west ham i found it really sad today thinking this could be his last game for the club you know really sad um but I have to be a realist, and I think on this show, I try to always balance the opinion to give people an opinion that they, that is manageable to deal with. And unfortunately, in this situation, I've said before, many years, many summers, Declan won't go this summer. There was a summer when Chelsea were linked with him, and I was getting trolled by Chelsea fans. He's going to leave, he's going to leave, he's joining us, he's joining us. I said he won't leave this summer, but unfortunately, I can't say that about this summer because I'd be lying if I did.
1: Yeah, I know, I know. (laughs) Moving on, Uh, we finished the season in 14th place. How do
2: you feel about that? Uh, fine if we win the conference league yeah. like I said, it's so dependent on that I mean there's essentially at the start or a couple of weeks ago if you'd said to any West Ham fan and I'm sorry there'll be some going nah, that's not good enough but I'm sorry you're lying to yourself if you're going to come back that response if you'd said to any West Ham fan at the start of this season West Ham will finish 14th they'll be out of the renegation battle you know I mean, I don't know, technically it was only like a week or so ago, but realistically it's been about three or four weeks. You'd be out of the relegation battle and you'll be focused on that final in the conference league and you'll win that final. You'll then go into the Europa League. Every West Ham fan would have taken that. Every West Ham fan would have taken that 100%. So if West Ham win the conference league, I feel fine about it. If we don't win the conference league and we finish 14th, I still can take it because I think we got to a, a European final it doesn't look obviously nowhere near as impressive um, if we don't end up having a trophy at the end of it but I still think it's tolerable for a European final at a minimum
1: mm. yeah I, I, I totally agree with that actually um, the big question of course is are we going to win it X <laughs>
2: I just can't tell you, mate. I just don't know. And the thing with finals, as you see in the playoff final yesterday, I don't know if you watched it, but like, uh, what well, I guess right, Luton were much better in the first half. Coventry were much better in the second half. Extra time was a pretty much dud thing, and then Luton scored five brilliant penalties. Coventry did four brilliant penalties, and then the guy that missed it ballooned it, and it came down to that one spot kick. And really, over the season, Luton were the bad because they finished higher in the league, but in that game, it, it went both ways and it came down to the penalties, penalties scare me. I think West Ham had done well in penalty shootouts recently, but you never want to come against um, Italian teams in penalty shootouts, um, and I just don't know, mate, I just don't know enough about Fiorentina, they seem to be such a random side, they're in like the Italian Cup final, which they lost, they're in the Europa Cup final, yet they sit mid-table in the league. Um, and they've also got a couple of games to play before the Europa Conference League. Uh, that's worth noting. Their season hasn't finished yet, um, so they're still got to play a couple of league games. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. I think it's going to be very, very tight. Um, but I'm going to go if we're going to just about do it. Just. Oh
1: God, I hope so. <laughs> I mean. I've been speaking to so many West Ham fans about this and everyone's buzzing about Prague and I'm one of them. I'm absolutely buzzing for Prague, but
2: Mm.
1: I've got a bit of anxiety about it. I'll be honest. I'm not overly
2: confident, put it that way. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. And I just have this horrible feeling that, and I just really hope West Ham fans can control it a bit because I'm... I'm not going to lie to you. I found this season challenging myself as a fan and as a podcaster or whatever you want to call us because of the negativity and the extreme reactions of West Ham fans. Um, I've even seen it today after a game when, you know, West Ham clearly did have their minds elsewhere, as did most clubs that are on this last day of the season. Man City lost away to Brentford. Liverpool drew 4-4 with Southampton. You know, you look across the league. There's teams with their minds elsewhere. um, and and yeah, I get on social media straight away and Moyes has been dug out and I, and I just think, I just hope there's just not an absolute meltdown if we don't win the final um, like I, I suspect there will be. We just have to accept facts we don't win it and then we have to sit down with the manager in the summer and make a big decision whether he's the right man for this club. We really yeah, do, but... Yeah, go. sorry right, mate. I just don't want another meltdown. This season has been spoiled. In my, not spoiled, but has had an edge taken off it by just some of the extreme reactions that people have had this year. I just think, let's just put it into perspective. It's a European final. Yes, we should win it. But it is, Fiorentina are no mugs. It, it can go either way. Picture the scene. All of your mates around,
0: you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I
1: I think it's such a case of do or die, that final. Because if we win it, David Moyes, and I will will re-emphasize that, David Moyes and the players will be legends forever. And we, we will forever look back on that team regardless of who we played in the run-up to the final, that team that won that competition, 100%. Mm. (laughs) If he doesn't win it, then I totally understand a negative reaction to it. 100%. I'll be one of them. I'll be one of them because, you know, I've used this word before, and I know that you were taken aback by this, and you you strongly disagreed, and you thought this was harsh. I think it'd be unforgivable if he doesn't win it. Because what worries me, X, is that... He's taken what I feel is a top six team to 14th in the Premier League. Yes, we've stayed up. Fucking isn't that amazing, but we've stayed up, whatever. And now all attention goes to the final of the European competition. But the fact is, really, the fact is, really, we're in that final because we haven't played no cunt. I mean, we've literally played the dog and duck from fucking every country going to be in that final. So if we don't win it with that opportunity we've been given... It's unforgivable because I still think we're better than Fiorentina, and you know, yes, I know they've just they've just played and lost a final to Inter Milan, but apparently someone tweeted me the other day saying that their run up to that final was shit. Apparently they People
2: don't look into things properly. They didn't see the big team name, but they played, I can't remember who it was, Cremonese maybe, who had beaten uh, Roma, who had beaten Napoli. I think it was. Napoli pissed the league this year. Cremonese knocked them out. And then Fiorentina knocked them out, I think, or something like that. So people just don't look into the things as much before trying to form an argument oh, on that. On that, I'm sorry. And, you know, you said that they played the dog, and Ducks. You know, Alkmaar are two points behind Ajax. Had we played Ajax in the semi-final, would you be calling them a dog and duck team? Yeah, but yeah, but at
1: the same time, mate, it's 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 not the most respected league in the world, is it? You know, AZ Alkmaar. If I was to say to you before this competition even started, and I was to say to you, name me some Dutch teams, Alkmaar wouldn't be one of them, and they wouldn't be one of them in a pretty irrelevant league in comparison to the European top leagues. So yes, okay, they might be fourth, they might be third, they might be fifth. Who the fuck cares? You know, was you impressed with them when they came to London Stadium? Was you actually impressed with them when we went to their place? Because I thought they were bang average, and I think that's being complimentary to be honest. And it, and and I would challenge you to say what's one team that we've played in this competition that you would genuinely, genuinely book as decent? Because I wouldn't even put Altmar in that personally and and listen I, I don't want to sound like I'm fucking like moaning we're in a European Cup final amazing brilliant fucking fantastic but but it put, I'm just talking to you about my concerns that we've got to a final based on the fact and in my opinion it's a fact we haven't played anyone I mean you name me one decent team we played in this competition this season
2: you know they're not the top top teams, but that's why you're in the Conference League. You know the Conference League doesn't have the top teams like the Champions League. It doesn't have the the quality of the Europa League either, because because that's why it's the third tier of the of European competition, which is why West Ham, you know, are, are, are considered in that bracket. But actually, when you look at it, if you look at the league table. We're not in that bracket. Aston Villa are the team that qualified for the Conference League this year. So, you know, let's just see next year and the years going by. If the, if the Conference League is this much of a piss easy ride, then let's see how much, how many English teams win it coming, coming in the next few years. And that, and that will say to us whether it's that easy or not. Well, oh, yeah, I I can't see anyone else getting the
1: same route to the final that we've had. To be honest, I mean, because this competition, has had some great teams in it, and we've been lucky enough to have a fantastic route. And again, it's, I, I'm sort of I'm trying to get the balancing act now between not discrediting the competition too much, but the the competition within the competition has been incredibly favourable to West Ham this season. So I'm just saying, I, I'm only I'm I'm not knocking it. But what I'm doing is I'm talking to you about my genuine concerns because I think it can almost present a little bit of, not false hope, but I don't know if you know what I mean. In terms of we find ourselves in a final now, but not necessarily because we're incredibly great and David Moyes is this incredibly top level manager, but because we've had an unbelievably fortunate route to the final. (laughs) That's my point. And and what I'm saying is, X, that's what worries me a little bit. You know, we've we've had a a, a diabolical season domestically and we are now in a final. Fantastic. But we are there because we haven't played anyone. So, actually, Fiorentina is the best team that we would have played. And I worry, I worry that we're not going to get it right on the night against them because we are better than them. But is David Moyes the man? And please God, he is to motivate those players, tactically set up in the right way against those players and bring that trophy home. I hope to God he is. Please, God, he is. And he'll be forever remembered as a legend. But if he's not, I'll repeat myself. It's unforgivable.
2: Unforgivable is such a strong word in a a final, which is a 50-50 event. Never get an opportunity like it again. No, like but, this. but this, that's why Wigan beat Manchester City in cup finals. That's why West Ham beat Arsenal in the 1980 cup final. That's why Wimbledon beat Liverpool in the 1980s eight cup final whatever it was that's why Greece beat whoever they played in the Euro final and won that it doesn't always go down yeah, so we've so got to the... make sure that doesn't happen to us we've got okay. to make sure because we uh, don't we won
1: okay. God knows when we we'll are get another opportunity
2: yeah, like this of course we've got to try and win it and of course we've got to do our best to win it but the word unforgivable implies that it never ever happens that it never happens that the stronger team doesn't win a final we're saying stronger team I'm not even sure there's that much in it between West Ham and, Fi- and Fiorentina um, but it unforgivable implies that there's no way that, that team should have ever lost that final. You know, It's like you're talking about West Ham playing Leighton Orient in the final or West Ham playing Take the FC in the final. They're playing a decent team in the final. So to say unforgivable is just too strong a word, in my opinion. It'd be disappointing and a major letdown, but not unforgivable. It's almost like the England effect, I
1: think. Because if you look at England in recent tournaments... You know, everyone's hailing Gareth Southgate as this incredible manager for getting to a semi-final and a final or, or whatever he's done in recent times. You know, I'm not into international football. But but actually, if you look at his route to that semi-final or that quarterfinal or that final, whatever it may be, they're actually games that you should be expected to win. And yet, actually, when he comes to a game that's the first real test, he loses. And I'm worried that that... Is the type of thing that we're going to be faced with with David Moyes, because no, I... it, he hasn't had any tests yet, and 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 it's on the back of finishing 14th in the Premier League with what I believe is a top six side, and and, and and that
2: worries me. It's a test to manage a team on a, on a Thursday night in Cyprus, then come back and do a league game on on the Sunday. You know, Jurgen Klopp with a much bigger squad at Liverpool has moaned and said that it's a, an issue for them. Other clubs that have had to play in on Thursdays and then play on Sundays or whatever, constantly say what an issue it is having to do that. Um, and, and And it's the same for West Ham. It doesn't matter who the opposition is the opposition is still good enough. You know, Ro- Roma won the Conference League last last year. Yeah? The, yeah, Jose Mourinho's got a tattoo of that on his yeah. arm because he Quite values enough. it that much. And I'm oh, trying. Yeah. To- I'm
1: not knocking the competition, x. I'm not knocking the competition. I fucking I, that's why I'm so desperate to fucking win it. I'm not knocking the competition. I'm just saying how blessed we are to have the opportunity that in the run up to the final, we've had teams that are just so inferior to West Ham that we're we're lucky enough to have them to get to the final. I'm not knocking the competition at all. You know, I'd love to win it. I absolutely love to win it. For me, it's a major trophy. Fuck me, I'm tempted to get a fucking tattoo on my arm myself if we win it. You know what I mean?
2: I'm not knocking (laughs) the competition. I'm I'm knocking...
1: I'm knocking the competition within the competition, which is why we've got to the final.
2: So, be. so Roma won the, the comp won it last year. Yeah. And they yeah. beat, I, I, I can't find something that will just give me a fucking very basic answer of what their route to the, to the final was so that we can compare because for some reason it doesn't seem to, uh, hold on, this, this site might do it. This site might do it. Um, so I wanted to see what their route was to, to the final. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um they played oh no I just kicked to the wrong button they played um in the final right so here we go i've got i've got the route now um where's right i don't know was, this is this year oh for god's sake it's annoying i wish you would prepared this because I, I i haven't got the right stuff with me but they they played Feyenoord in the final Final played finished like five points above um above uh, Alkmaar or five points above but now people don't say that that was a, a weak final you know Villarreal Villarreal who are a top Spanish team yeah Villarreal have won the competition um, loads of times I mean um, I don't know where they sit in the league at the moment let me have a quick look at that La Liga um, Spain you're
1: talking about teams here of a decent level though X I mean even if you go to the Dutch right. League which okay. I'm not I mean final I mean they, they carry more credibility than
2: Alkmaar right well they're a few points above the Villarreal, a fifth in La Liga, and Elect, to apparently Mickey Mouse and Dog and Duck knocked them out yeah. of the not them out of the Conference League, and Villarreal a okay. fifth in Spain. Well, well, well then that's an a, a, a almighty fuck up
1: on Villarreal's part. Never should have lost a game. That's that's a that's a that's a, that's a it, on
2: their part. But it but it shows that it happens. And it of shows it, that of course it and happens, it, and it shows that these teams aren't that far apart in the standards. You're making out as if these teams are like absolute Mickey Mouse. It's like the equivalent of playing a conference team almost. They're right. not obviously they're not like West Ham. They're not Premier League standards. Some of them, but if Alkmaar were in the Premier League, it, they'd probably be one of the worst teams. Yeah, but they're not like League Two teams. They're they're still a decent opposition. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, how do you define decent? Because, I mean... It, a team uh, can, a team that could beat West Ham if we didn't get it right, basically. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I just... I don't know. <laughs> Again, I, I'm just trying to stress that I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy on this. I'm just saying that, that you know, that's my only concern. I, I'm desperate to fucking win this competition. I really am. But I, I just... I worry about Fiorentina because they're the, the best side that we've faced so far. I still think we're better than they are, but we are they are the best side we've faced. And I worry under David Moyes that we'll set up in the right way, approach the game in the right way and win that competition. Because yeah, we should be win I, it. I, but, but I worry. I just, you know, I, I don't know. In my mind, it's a 50-50. Like, and you can argue any final is. I get that. I totally get that. Um And you talk about the domestic season as well, finishing 14th, and and yes, a lot of teams have said they've struggled with it. But what I don't get is, X, why didn't we struggle with it last season? You know, we reached the semi-final. It was quite a gruelling campaign, really. We finished seventh in the league.
2: Uh, well, so why didn't the, it affect us last season? Well, that one we had less games because we we um we because we we skipped the the qualifiers. How, how, many, qualifier? how many
1: games left? Yeah,
2: not 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 many, admittedly. But we still did have less, and we we've had injuries. Oh, I can't remember going back to the injury situation last year. I remember Zuma had injuries last year as well. But you you know you missed a Gwerd and Zuma for most of this season. Um, you had Dawson who threw... Understandable reasons didn't want to play for the cl- the club anymore. Um, and yeah, he ha- had to manage that. you had Scamico out for a long periods. Packardson missed a bit of time. Uh, I think injuries got them. I think obviously second season of it as well. So it's a cumulative um fatigue over that time. But the the, fa- the fact of the matter is, if West Ham win the Conference League, we'd have been in Europe three years in a row. That's never happened in our history. Never happened in our history, and. I don't I don't know why people are just trying to knock that success like just just let's just when since when have we become so big when we haven't won anything to knock these successes you know we, we haven't won a cup for 43 years we haven't won you know there's reasons for this um, not many clubs have won things you know yes Leicester won the league in the FA Cup Blackburn won the league when they spent all those millions Wigan won the FA Cup once um, you know but these shocks don't happen very often it's usually the same teams every year Man City Man United, Liverpool, Arsenal like the Chelsea most years it's one of them and we have the the chance to break that mode and win a a conference league, um, and people are still trying to discredit everything that West Ham are doing. I I don't
1: think it's a case of discrediting it as such. I think from my point, and and you know this because of historical debates that we've had, my my point is I've, and and listen, come 7th of June, I'll hold my hands up and I could well be proven wrong, and please God I am. I, I, my concern has always been: Is David Moyes the man that can win this Conference League? And I, I've I've never been sure of it. In fact, I've gone as far as I don't think he is. I think you know another manager that could have been appointed at the time might have been better placed to win it. Now I could be wrong. If David Moyes beats Fiorentina, like I said, counts the amount of times, he will go down as a legend at West Ham. He has to, as do the players. So that's the main thing. It's not a case of, of of discrediting. It's more a case of a concern that when you look at his style of play, when you look at his setup, when you look at his negativity, when you look at his sort of I don't know, history with with, with coming up against certain teams it's the dot a little bit. It just fills me with a bit of anxiety going into a cup final as to whether we'll win it. And we're yeah, in a cup final because we have played a load of shit.
2: I still think a load of shit's too strong. Well, we'll,
1: tell, but... well, Prove me wrong. Who have we played that you looked at and thought that's a good side, that?
2: Oh, and let's no mugs. They're a decent oh, Belgian team. What? They not... no. What a Adelaide... fucking mid table in a Belgium league when we played them. Yeah, they're having a bad season then, but there. You know, you you were talking about. I'm not allowed to say Alkmaar, who've had a good season. You said they're not a big name when you name a, a Dutch team. If you was to name a Belgian team, you'd say Adelaide. They played West Ham in the 1976 final and beat us. So oh, fuck me, mate, it's 1976. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is what I mean. though, like, what what are the parameters
1: here? Like at the I'm end of just the day, them on, on how good they are now. When they come up against us, I, 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 I've I seen them with my own eyes. I saw them at the home leg, saw them at the away leg, saw mine in the home leg, saw them in the away leg. I didn't rate them. I didn't rate them before I even knew, you know, who they were in the footballing world in this day and age. And when I actually saw them with my own eyes, I looked at them I thought, I, I don't, don't rate them. I don't think there's anything special about them.
2: Okay, but then, then you know, you're saying that you rate Fiorentina, yeah? Well, I, I didn't go that far. I said, you
1: know, it, it would be our biggest test so far.
2: Okay, but I, well, I still think we should, should be beating them. Right, okay, but Fiorentina this season literally what, took a 120th minute goal to beat Basel in the semi final, something like that. So, yeah. had had Basel won that and it be them, we're playing them in the final, we should be writing them off as Mickey Mouse as well. Yeah, because they're fifth in the Swiss league. Okay, but they almost beat Fiorentina. They were like a minute away well, what's from it. What does that say about Fiorentina? So then, not, so now you're changing your mind, and Fiorentina are also shit as I mean, well.
1: You, you, you're saying it like I'm saying Fiorentina are fucking fantastic. I'm saying that. I don't think they are. I don't think they are. I think they're right. a, they're the best team we've faced so far. But ultimately, we should be beating them. And the fact <laughs> that they struggle so much against a a team that's fifth in the league in, in Switzerland probably says more about them than it does bars
2: okay well at the end of the day with West Ham win a trophy no one gives a shit about who we oh, played uh, before uh, we agree on that we agree on that 100, uh, 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 100 million percent 100 okay so I just rather just focus on West Ham trying to win a trophy yeah. and enjoying it and also um, respecting the fact that West Ham have been in a European semi-final and a European final regardless of who we play that I never thought would ever happen in my lifetime as a West Ham fan I've got gone uh, from a season ticket my first ever season as i said on that podcast with martin um the, the other day not martin allen martin Gobbley Duck or whatever his name was <laughs> um he d- really done. <laughs> <He's> Godderman. Godderman. <laughs> so that's okay because it's a bit disrespectful <laughs> but i'm uh, I'm a bit wound up now so that, that <laughs> uh, sorry mate i don't know why i'm only trying to talk to you about my concern, I'm not trying to stir trouble. and
1: okay. you know, I, I know West Ham fans, this, this are going to say, fucking hell, Dave, like, why can't you just enjoy the fact we're in the final?
2: I am, believe me. Uh, you know. But what I'm saying is, mate, my point is that I never thought I'd see West Ham in a European semi-final in my life, let alone the fact I've seen it two years in a row and I'm about to see West Ham in a final. If West Ham lose that final, yes, I'm going to be massively gutted. Like I was in 2005 or 2006, 2006 FA Cup final. You know, I'm massively gutted about that but I'm still grateful to Alan Pardew and those players that got us there. And I can actually remember the route to that final, but like, whereas, you know, with the other competitions, you can't, whereas that, I know we played Norwich. It was great achievement I know we, to get to that final. Yeah, we played Man City. We played um, Middlesbrough. So, so I, can, I can remember the teams we played there. Um, yeah. And um, and their expectation uh, wasn't to win that final, by the way. <laughs>
1: No. But, but we very nearly did. Again, we had a great go in two Yeah, days. exactly. So go. I can
2: remember that. And so when if West Ham win this trophy, amazing. If they don't win it, massively disappointing. However, I will still look back in years to come and think, wow, I can't believe I got to see West Ham in a European Cup final. There's not many West Ham fans, certainly, that can say that. And there's not many football fans that can say that. And I just don't know why. I'm not saying you necessarily, but for west ham fans some west ham fans want to just try and write this off as if it's not an achievement at the end of the day regardless of if we win or don't win that far regardless of who we played we got to a european final if it was that easy every club would be able to say they've done it but they they can't and so i think as west ham fans we need to enjoy this moment heaven please let us win this trophy but if we don't it is not meltdown central west Ham is shit we moist the cup all the usual stuff it's a disappointment and yes we go to the summer and we assess the situation as we do if he wins the damn trophy because there's still question marks over him like you've said and i agree but i just think for this time being whatever happens in that final just to get to a semi in a final regardless of the opposition is still an achievement because you have to qualify for those um, and those trophies in the first place—that's the hardest part. Finishing fifth or sixth or seventh in the leagues, the hard part. And he did that as well, and then it's not like we just magically yeah. got put in these trophies. Yeah, and credit
1: you know, to him for that, by the way. Yeah, credit and when
2: um, and, you know, when we got under it, under Slav and Bilic, we qualified through FIFA Fair Play. That yeah. shit. And if yeah. that was and that, that's why no one remembers it. Then we went out to um, FC Google, whatever their names yeah. were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's you know that's a. Dick- but to get to the final series just not and I can't wait and I can't wait to be in Prague and I'm so grateful for David Royce and these bunch of players for giving me the opportunity to be able to tell my kids and my grandkids if I live that long about about West Ham being the European final
1: yeah and, and it's going to be an amazing occasion for all West Ham fans every West Ham fan is absolutely buzzing and please god we win it I think we should win it and if we don't massively disappointed if we do, then David Moyes and the players go down as legends. 100%. Does David Moyes
2: stay as manager next year? No. You're... No, he's okay. Yes. Even though he's a legend.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He's a legend because you've got that emotional attachment to him because of what he's achieved for your football club. But if you look at it in football terms and in reality, I think there would be better options out there to take this football club forward. But we've had this discussion a million times. Oh, no, I in the interest it. of time, I think we should we should move on, okay. um, <laughs> because X, all the attention was on the Premier League today, which I understand. But what's more important than that, and arguably what's more important than the Conference League final, is the West Hamway Premier League predictions competition. Now, going into the final day, there was just eighty points between me and X in my favour. The question on everyone's lips is, did Dave win for a fourth consecutive season and humiliate X in the process? Did she? I don't know.
2: Did she? You?
1: Well, you're about to find out. Okay. Or, or did X surprise everyone and make it 3-1? as a I, actually, I actually
2: don't know the answer.
1: <sighs> well, I can now exclusively reveal...
2: Oh, I know what it's going to be because you wouldn't be revealing this if I'd won
1: it. I know. You know yeah, but you know I'm a fair man. I'm a fair man. You know, I think you, you deserve the right to be bigged up as much as I do if I'd have won it. Hey, how much did you win um, by then? And, you know, you know, there wasn't a lot going into the final day. So on that note, I can now exclusively reveal that when the full-time whistle blew around the grounds, X finished with a total of 3,042 points. And I finished with three thousand two hundred and eleven points. Well done. Which means, (laughs) for a fourth consecutive season, people have beaten X. And I am the governor. X is a knob. And the reality (laughs) is, it's now going to take X five years to overtake me overall in this competition and in all honesty I'm, I'll probably be dead by then anyway well, but even, even being dead I'm not sure you would beat me mate so uh, I know it's painful but I have to come to you for your end of season comments mate because how do you feel about officially losing to me for a fourth consecutive season well
2: obviously I've had no time to prepare these comments because I didn't look at it and really <laughs> know that that was happening or pay much attention to it all all I would say is that if you was to have asked me whether the prediction of West Ham staying up comfortably and getting to a Conference League final was going to come true, or absolute meltdown of West Ham getting renegade into boys and we're shit, blah, 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 blah <laughs> was to come true, or oh, I was to win the prediction. We haven't won the league. Conference League yet, by the oh, way, I, but, yeah, go on, carry on. And, and also to throw in that I also predicted that even Leicester or Crystal Palace would go down, um, and that not the managers that didn't change their manager loads, like Nottingham Forest mm. and West Ham wouldn't go down as well. If you were to take that all into account, or win the, um a uh, 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 spreadsheet, basically, which um not many people play anyhow. I think I'd go with myself some. I'm, I'm happy you, you enjoy that moment, mate. And I look forward to your open top bus parade of one person. But, but X, we all know you don't mean that. No, do. You would use no, 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 all mean? of
1: those kind of irrelevant
2: I things wouldn't. that you
1: just mentioned to get one over on me in this competition for no, the first time before you. No, years. I so-
2: because we wouldn't be playing it next year if I had. It's like the fantasy football we played that once I, I won. You really win?
1: Fucking fantasy football. I swear. Yeah, you God. won't play it. You won't play <laughs> I don't it. Like it. Exactly. because even you then, don't I win fucking win play fantasy football for the
2: first five weeks and beat you. Yeah? And lost eventually, but you don't, because you don't win. We don't play wait, things just, that Dave doesn't win. How have we got an fantasy right, football when we're talking let's about l- the Right, now? let's play our capital city quiz now. We'll do that every week. Oh, listen, listen, I've got no chance on that. Exactly. So I will give you
1: that. You are. The Capital City King. I mean, I've oh. never met anyone like it, by the way. Oh, yeah, and that, makes you a sound like a,
2: and that makes me sound like a complete geek, so I'm not sure I'm actually <laughs> that happy with that, but... Chalina, but I'm trying uh, to pick you up. Uh, but listen, at the end of the day, uh, I, 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 I'd, I'd, much, I'd, I'd much rather have predicted that West Ham would stay up and get to call final, <laughs> and I did. So that's the one I'll take home with me. The problem is, I noticed, um, well, I had a quick look, admittedly, just then. And I've just noticed that despite on the predictions that everyone can see that we do before the game um, about what the West Ham score is going to be, you know, we both predicted 1-1. Dave, she yeah. changed it and put two one mind to Leicester, games. which which mind was games. Uh, so you're lying to our our fans. You're not predicting that. No, i are fan... playing mind games with you. That's why no, you're do. playing mind games with them. They're, these fans look at our <laughs> predictions and trust us and put money on that. In <laughs> you because... mean trust us? Trust we, we're us. not the manager of West Ham United. No, we're no, no, we, have thoughts and opinions. But they listen to this podcast with full trust that when we give an opinion or a prediction, <laughs> we mean it. You're just lying to people. Lying. You don't mean but, what you're saying. But in
1: the process, once again, X once again correctly predicting a result.
2: And that's yeah, why Because you predict West the Ham negativity. Champion. If I'm the if, reigning champion. If I if I enjoyed West Ham being shit so much, I, I would have won it because but <laughs> because I always predict West Ham to either draw or win no matter what, then I'm fucked, aren't I?
1: Well, I mean, that is very true. I mean, I will say that, you know, what was a real turning point in the season, I think, for me personally, I mean, uh, uh, what didn't do me any favours, as we know, was that I actually missed a whole week of predicting. That didn't do me any favours. That let you back through the cat flap. That did. But predicting uh, a defeat away to Brentford, correctly, um, done me the world of good. Predicting uh, Man City, Brighton, 1-0, done me the world of good. And it set us up nicely for this. And, And the thing is, X, I've got to be honest, right? This was a real issue for me today because I thought, what is X going to do here? Because is he going to predict a West Ham win? Or is he going to predict a draw, which kind of makes sense? Or is he actually going to go for broke? Because this was a sort of, you know, going into the final game, it was all or nothing for you. And, and I looked at it personally I thought, West Ham have got nothing to play for. We might rotate. Leicester have got everything to play for. The atmosphere is going to be rocking. They're going to be bang up for it. I actually thought that we would lose today, and we did.
2: And this, we uh, Ra- well, I'm surprised you didn't go with a loss. Ben Rama hadn't hit the bar. I post, then, it well, then it would have been a, a draw. As I as I said, it was like. um yeah. uh, at the, uh, the brothers a would be my sister. X wouldn't he? You know. Uh, things. I don't I don't know, but like at the end of the day, no one cares. So let's just move on.
1: <laughs> Only you. Well, well, listen, mate, I, I, listen, I don't know how well this is going to be received on the back of what seems like quite a hostile <laughs> attitude from yourself now. Um, I congratulated you. Well done. <laughs> but as it's the end of the competition, I have got a bit of a surprise for you. That's oh, um, great. One celebrity in particular has been keeping a close eye on this rivalry <laughs> and he joins us now. So a big hello... To Chris Eubank. How are you? <laughs> Hello? Yeah, Chris, you're live. You're live, mate. You're with us. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, Chris, you're live, mate. What do you want to say to
2: it? Look, he's falling asleep already because it's so boring. X, are you there? Yes, mate. You are. Um, <laughs> you sound like Dave then. Can we carry on? X, in yes. the field of combat, you
1: go flesh on flesh... Steel on steel, heart against heart, intelligence (laughs) against intelligence. Um, But ultimately, there can only be one victor. And it's my understanding that Dave has now been that victor for four seasons in a row now. So my question to you, X, is are you prepared to admit that Dave is indeed
2: the superior human being? (laughs) A human being might be going a bit far. Chris, I accept he might be able to put a few numbers into a spreadsheet better than me, yes. Chris, Chris, are you still with us?
1: Yes, I'm still with you. Um, (laughs) uh, One more question, if I may. Um, X, are you still there? Yes, mate, go on. um, Will you be uh, competing again next season? Because I'm thinking, surely not... Because why would you risk embarrassing yourself for what would be half a decade if you inevitably lose once again? <laughs>
2: Well, Chris, it's a bit like you with Steve Collins. You know, when he battered you time and time and time again, you can't come in back for more because no, you, were con- I, I <laughs> you I don't know why you've gone there. I don't know why you've gone there. You were, <Hey>. con- <laughs> you were contractually, contractually, I can't say the word, contractually obliged to do it, as am I, because it's a stupid competition that we run every year that we, that we do for prize money for the, the players, and we do it um, for a bit of fun for our patrons. It, it, really, if we wanted to do a proper competition, we'd do fancy football but, but we're not allowed it. so no I will be cared
1: uh, about fantasy football you keep <laughs> you keep talking about fantasy football <laughs> to to me I don't care about fantasy football, and the thing is that you sound like the thing. snake
2: out of jungle book <laughs> rather than <Christianity> <laughs> <back>. <laughs>
1: You're talking to me like I'm some sort of cunt. Uh, I apologize for the language I've used there, but I'm still (laughs) a champion in my field. You are. Or someone that has come second to Dave for the past four seasons. So, you know, I don't understand why you would want to degrade yourself by going again next season. I think if you want my advice, X, that I think you really should retire gracefully now and say, fuck this. I don't want to get beaten for a fifth year because then we're talking about six years until you can overcome Dave and <laughs> um, 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 i mean I mean, be honest with me now, Nick, do you seriously see yourself beating Dave off next season <laughs>
2: I hope I never beat Dave off. To be honest with you, <laughs> that's something I really wouldn't want to do. Um, but um, in terms of the uh, competition, I, um, I I don't really care, mate. To be honest with you, most of the time I forget to do it and let my kids do it for me anyway. So I could I, I that might makes just sense. say that makes yeah, sense. yeah, yeah. I, unfortunately, I shouldn't have admitted that because it seems bad sportsmanship to admit <laughs> now. But um, but yeah, unfortunately that's the case, and you know I don't I don't really care what the outcome is at the end of the day. Um, I've got a European semi final to enjoy Chris I oh, saw European final even to so enjoy and um, I'm going to do that don't care about the predictions league really I think we might have lost Chris there but um, thanks for Chris Good. for joining
1: as well uh, I, I didn't really even know that he was a fan of the show so it's great to have him <laughs> on and uh, you know, I, I think he was borderline a bit out of order there, Rex. I, I am sorry on his behalf, but, uh, you know, you never know what you're going to get with um, live pre-recorded
2: uh, content. <laughs> um, I think it was great to hear from him. <laughs> it really wasn't. I think, he's, I think he's got better things to be doing with his time rather than worrying about a spreadsheet. Seriously, like he's got his son's fight with Conor Ben. You know, he needs to sort that out. His son lost his last fight, didn't he, from memory, I think, it's um, yeah. so, a lot on yeah, his mind, so I think yeah, cut him a bit of slack. You know, he's he, a bit, a bit Why is he focusing on a spreadsheet that we play them? Well, I'm, I'm
1: interested to know where this spreadsheet comes from. I mean, you because it is spreadsheet. a spreadsheet. Yeah. I, uh, is, well, I've not
2: seen this spreadsheet that you. Well, that's it's essentially a spreadsheet. a spreadsheet. That's what people call football manager. If you do well at it, so same oh, theory applies. Actually, I'm, I'm, I better take a little bit back. It's a great game. Look forward to the next season. All <laughs> sign up. It's well worth playing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to ignore, what I just said for the last five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> no, no,
1: please uh, do, please do. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you sold it really well there when it comes to <laughs> yeah. all, of all things, yeah, the new yeah, all. Thing is, that's pop.
2: so the stupid thing that's so annoying about it, right Is that, is that I haven't actually done that bad again? Like, again, <laughs> no, you again, again, again. So. Like, I don't even know. Look, let me where I can't know. Cairo, the guy that makes it, put it in our group earlier, so I'll go into that. I said, look, look, I finished 80th, like Cairo as well, ultimately. Which yeah, which is yeah, that was a bit of a kick in the box, to be fair. But I, I finished 80th, I think looking at this, I don't know, I might be wrong, but 80th, which was actually only 14 positions. I think that's the week before, I don't know, but whatever it is, I finished in the top third, 100% again, which I've done every single year, except that, you know, you didn't even go to the game today. So you can sit at home and go make sure your (laughs) predictions are spot on. So I just haven't got that dedication. I'd rather be at the match. (laughs) <laughs> you, know, you were sitting. You were you were <laughs> sitting sitting there right up to two. Uh, sorry, f- four twenty nine. Working out your scores. I bet. bet you I know. love this. By the way, dude. that's why you didn't go to the game. But, it's all coming it to you actually... now.
1: Actually, it's the complete opposite because there's been times when I've forgotten to predict. There's been games on a Friday night i forgot to predict. But who's the man that always predicts, never fails to predict? It's your man X. So, actually, I'll turn the tables on that. Mm. Anyway, moving on. Haven't we got a section still <laughs> or something? <laughs> well, either way, I will say it's been great to hear from Chris. Um, and join us next week when we reveal the top five in this competition and the respective prizes. Okay, the domestic season might be done, but there's one more game you might be aware of taking place on the 7th of June. So for the last time this season, let's find out a little bit more about our opponents for the European Cup final. AFC Fiorentina were formed in 1898 but some years later actually dissolved as a football club and the Fiorentina we know today was reformed in 1926. Fiorentina has won two Italian league titles in 1956 and again in 1969. They've also won six Coppa Italia trophies and one Super Supercoppa Italiana. On the European stage, Fiorentina won the UEFA Cup Winners' Cup in 1961 and lost the final one year later. Fiorentina were the first Italian team to reach the Champions League final back in 1957 when the competition was under a different name. They lost 2-0 to Real Madrid. Their nickname is Viola in reference to their distinctive purple colour. However, tradition has it that Fiorentina got their purple kit by mistake after an accident washing the old red and white colour kits in the river. On the 14th of July 2006, Fiorentina were relegated to Serie B due to their involvement in the Serie A match-fixing scandal and were given a 12-point penalty. Kurt Hamrin is their all-time leading goal scorer with 208 goals, followed by Gabriel Batistuta with just one goal less. The most enjoyable fact about Fiorentina is that on the 7th of June, they are going to win fuck all.
0: Come on, you Irons! Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery.